Welcome to Throne of Beer TV and Movies. I'm Mark. Michelle. And I guess we'll get a little bit of information on Blood Moon, or the title could be changing, according to George R.R. R. Martin. Could be the longest night. Okay, what else? He's saying at that point of time, there's going to be approximately 100 kingdoms. Nice. <laughs> but they are, like, really petty. I want to hear a, a lord from every kingdom <laughs> and, you know, just get to know everybody. This this, season, this um, series could last 15 seasons it or could. so. It could. Yeah, so it's uh, approximately 100 kingdoms because before the, um, before the seven kingdoms, there were nine kingdoms and there was 12 and then this goes back so long that there was just little land cut out for all these little petty families probably is what it is. Um, there will definitely be Starks and Direwolves. Nice. So that's def a definite. Um, and Mammoths. That's a definite too. Even though they've had the signs up and all this other kind of stuff, but he says there's definitely Mammoths at that point. But there won't be any Lannisters at first. So at first, it's going to be the Casterlies. No. Oh. Okay. So that, because he's, uh, yeah, it starts out with Casterlies, and then it looks like that it will get stolen by Land the Clever, basically. Oh. So he's going to go and take Casterly Rock. Yes. So um, he's saying that he's going back to the thought that there's not going to be a lead person. There aren't going to be lead actors and actresses. It'll be like Game of Thrones at the very beginning where there was just a group of people. Right. So, and it went from one to the other to the other. Right. Kind of like his books. Yeah, he's calling it more of a true ensemble. Okay. So they, they don't really want that. And so he is thinking that because somebody has thrown out the longest night and he said that he would be fine with that and it looks like also some of the people that were behind the scenes with Game of Thrones will also be behind the scenes for whatever the prequel ends up getting called so they've had um, the one lady that was basically in charge of the set locations and stuff like that she came back um the person i guess it was a woman that was in charge of the horses hmm. she came back interesting so it looks like they're just those people want to continue with this well, i mean yeah, it's a steady I mean, job exactly. no, why not yes so that's kind of all they're talking they about didn't have to go looking it came to them right there's more pictures of the set out there and stuff like that that people have snuck. It's it's getting there, it looks like. Okay. Well, since we're not really having any beer tonight, at least not now. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, I've really only had, I think, one since our last podcast, which was on the 4th. Um, I've had Log Boat. They have a We Landed on the Moon. It's just a good old IPA. Pretty much your standard, more West Coast style. Um, nice and citrusy, coming in a four pack. 
and yeah, pretty damn nice. I gave it a four and a half. It was all citrus around, the only kind of one knock on it. Maybe it was a little aqueous, so you know, a little little light in the body, but right. other than that, pretty damn good. So I don't know if you've had anything new recently. What was that one I had that just about kicked my ass? Yeah. Oh, the, founders. Oh, yeah, the Masagabe. Holy crap! Yeah, that was a what ten percent tequila just, barrel age goes. Yeah, up. it wasn't just the alcohol; it was the taste. It was a bit. Yeah, you thought it was much. It I, was a bit much. The sip I had, I liked, so but I haven't had a full bottle yet, so I won't count that one yet. <laughs> yeah, I have it with Mexican food, possibly, but it's pretty. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we ready to go on to Stranger Things then? I think so. Yeah. Alright, Stranger Things 3. They don't call it Season 3, they just put a big old 3 there. And we're going to go over probably the first four episodes this evening. And we'll pick up on the other four, you know, in a few days. Awesome. Yeah. But I mean, we've already seen the whole series. We're just kind of doing a quick rewatch and note-taking, although I think from now on, I'm just gonna rewatch something. I'm just gonna take notes afterwards about having to do the rewatch, you know, just that way I get my immediate thoughts and, yeah. you know, just instead of really. Yeah, totally Stranger Things is a little bit more difficult to uh, pick out everything immediately, um, but so was Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, and you're going back and forth between some of these storylines, kind of. Yeah. Several times. Kind of like Game of Thrones, but I don't know, maybe even a quicker turnaround on some of the little snippets of other people's stories. It's kind of jumped around. But anyway, um, if you haven't watched the first two seasons, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> if, like us, you grew up in the 80s, this is the perfect series. Especially if you were a teenager in the 80s. Yes. It, it's a big thing if you're a teenager. Yeah, maybe. well, now that this season they've actually kind of hit that teenage air yeah. range. I mean, this is, it starts off the first episode in 84, but it the storyline technically will start in 85, the summer of 85. So we start off um, first episode, so then there are spoilers now. Well, let's go back to the end of last season with the dance that you know the at the end will he sees well he kind of goes back into the inside out even yeah. though the gate's been closed yeah. and he sees this huge fucking creature right above the yeah school. And it's, i think he sees more of a shadow of it i mean really i mean i'm sure he sees it but we see more kind of a shadowy Right, Look it's it's it. the main one that's behind the gates. Right. What he's seeing. Right. But you know the, the creature was kind of burnt out of him. But that one we never saw go back. No, we saw it like disintegrate, or not disintegrate. No, but, it, it was a smoke um, monster. Yeah, it was more smoke. Yeah, and, and it like took off. And that actually is kind of where this first episode kind of finishes up with was mm -hmm. what was left that came out of Will. Right. So, anyway, at the beginning, um, the episode's called Susie, Do You Copy? <laughs> and, um, yeah, you get to that at the end. It's kind of the main um, catalyst for a lot of the story. But uh, 
it starts out with men in hazmat suits and you know wearing gas masks and they're standing around some sort of centrifuge or some big old laser thing and we still see military and then two white coats come in and they both got keys mm -hmm. to turn this machine on well at this point you're thinking it's our government you know you're not really sure it's, it's you know the military's involved somehow and you're thinking, oh, it's our fucking government fucking shit up again. You're thinking we're in Hawkins. And so anyway, they turn it on. The machine, you know, it fucks up. Oh, it starts off okay. Well, yeah, then, it's going through. Yeah. And you can kind of see it slowly opening some of the gate. Yeah. And, well, it fucks up. All this energy comes bursting out. And all the people in hazmat suits are just pretty much fried. Right. You know, they're laid to waste. They look kind of like sludge a little bit. And, well, then you realize that when they start talking, well, the main guy, the military guy, is Comrade General. Yes. So we are in Russia. <laughs> and he takes the older of the white coat guys and kills them pretty much for incompetence. Mm -hmm. Is what, you know, kind of breaks down to. Yeah, he doesn't kill him. He has his... His muscle do it yeah. for him. And, and we see the, that muscle again later. Uh, Grigori is the muscle. Yeah. And, well, when you see him later, he's more the Terminator. I yeah. Mean, he's got the walk and the look. He totally reminds you of the Terminator. Yeah, he does. The big, heavy shoes and shit. And like some of us earlier, they were saying how somehow the way he walks he's still able to catch up to you and yeah, stuff yeah it's like how reminds you of the terminator right or even you know any horror thing like michael myers or jason right. or something how they're just able to always catch up so anyway so we realize that when they come out of the enclosure or whatever they actually are in russia so there's another side to this gate that they are trying to open it's not here right because it's snowy yeah and this was june 28 1984. so then it goes to one year later and we're in hawkins yeah and we get mike and 11 spending a lot of time together a lot of smoochy time yep and hopper's not happy about it and you know he's looking through the door and he sees his kind of clothes <laughs> and then this comes up numerous times throughout this season is um three inch, inch minimum yep you know he wants that door open at least three inches so he can lay back in his chair and look in on him <laughs> so then we get our first look at the mall old star court you know. which is a big thing oh yeah well especially because back then it was yeah. I mean, malls were huge malls in the were 80s huge. and but the problem with them like they show in here is they end up running a lot of mom and pop stores out of the downtown area yeah. and they don't become unique they become no. pretty standard shops and so all these are starting to run out yeah i mean you've got all your franchises and, and all that bullshit yeah so you know we see that uh, we got lucas and you know everybody you know we see all the kids but we get our first interaction with lucas and his little sister Erica, who we saw in the first one, but she plays a much bigger role in this season. And she is full of sass. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, And she's smart. Yeah. But, you know, at first it's like, oh, what a little shit she is. But, yeah. You know, their back and forth is really good. And then we, then we go to Steve. Yep, Steve's back. You know, yay. 
But he's working at Scoops Ahoy. Scoop and ice cream. Yeah. Yes, I mean With here the, the big guy in school. Outfit no, ever. Terrible looking little sailor outfit. Yeah. The shorts and everything and um, little hat. Yep. <laughs> and, and we get you know our our main group um, kind of coming through and seeing Steve. Everybody but Dusty's there or yeah. Dustin. Everybody. So we got, everybody's the same. Same. Yeah. Actors and actresses. So we got Luke, Will, or Lucas, Will, Mike, Eleven, and Max. Mm -hmm. And so Steve lets them through, and you know he's like through the back, so they can sneak so in. So they can for sneak free. into the back to the into through the back Movies. to the theater. Yep. And this time they're gonna go see Day of the Dead. And I think in this moment we also see Will for the first time kind of touch the back of his neck like he's sensing something yeah now, it's almost like he gets goosebumps well I'm thinking there. it must be the hair on the back of his neck yes. raising because it's like what was the back of his neck had to do with anything right. it wasn't attached to his spine that we know of and it you no. know when they ran it out it came out of his mouth it's more so, like a goose pimply kind of yeah it's gotta feel. be and then we got a power outage and this is the first time we meet Robin who works with Steve at Scoops Ahoy. Yep, and, and the thing is, is that it was a power outage over the whole entire town, not just yeah, the mall. Yeah, there's stood full energy from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it started at the mall and you could kind of start breaking. It, they show the whole thing down yeah. from there. Yeah, and you know, um, it goes to this old steel mill, and this is where we first see pretty much what came out of Will. You see all these particles like glass and stuff mm -hmm. on the ground just start forming together and then you see you know rising like a dust storm or some right. shit and obviously this has got to be what came out of will because it was smoke right and it was and it's not really big it's almost like what you consider as young right and you got all these rats you know crawling along that are being drawn to it yeah. they're not you know they're not anything else it's not they're not just normally there because there's tons of them yeah and then we got nancy and jonathan have started working for the local paper right of course they're all chauvinistic pigs a bunch of assholes it was the 80s it was still hard for females to oh yeah you know get into something to do anything really right besides just get their lunches like she was always forced to do with her coffee yeah and we got a Busey in here. Was a Jake? Jake? I don't know. Um, he, he, you know what? He looks like Donald fucking Trump. He's got this terrible fucking tan. Yeah. This really blondish hair. He comes off as an asshole, so he's perfect for the fucking role. But I, he's not much. He's not a good actor. He's not much different than his dad. No, <laughs> no. Except well. he's a little bit better looking, but not by much. But he's not a better actor. No. His dad. He he does play a pretty good dick, but his that's dad a, played a damn good dick all the time. Well, that's true, but yeah, so does his son. Yeah. And apparently, I was surprised to really see him in there. Yeah. When I first saw his name pop up, I was like, oh, "We got a Busey in here. All right, whatever." And then we got Joyce, and all her magnets are falling off the fridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, at this point, and um. She goes to try to put them back up. Magnets aren't, magnets aren't sticking, but we see the picture of Bob, the drawing. Yeah, I assume Will had drawn hero. it. Yes, yeah, superhero Bob. Yeah. 
So, you know, we gotta keep that up on the fridge. And finally we get to see Dustin. He's returned from camp. But nobody seems to notice. No, he's, he's calling everybody on the radio and, you know, his mom's like, you know, calm down, you're just getting back home and everything. Maybe they just, you know, weren't. They're doing something else. Right. They were doing something else. Yeah, they though. were. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's getting all pissed. And then, um, <laughs> you know, he keeps trying to call him, and that's it. He doesn't he gets get home. any answer. No, gets no answer, but we see why. He gets home, he's standing around, all of a sudden all those little electronic toys start moving. We got Coming an R2-D2 yeah. and... I forgot what all else. I couldn't the little either. Robbie the robot and shit, and right. they're all making the noises and crawling around, and they all start hitting down one way. He's like, "What the fuck?" So he follows and them. He follows <laughs> them, and then well, he grabs a can of hairspray in the meantime. <laughs> it's the Farrah. Because yeah, Farrah follows the hairspray. hairspray. <laughs> so he grabs that and he um, goes in there and watches. And all of a sudden, you know, they all stop. And you see all the rest of the gang. So they knew he was there. Mm-hmm. They're holding a sign, welcome back. And they scared us out. He turns around and immediately sprays that right in Lucas's face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he, yeah, he was real pleased. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good homecoming. Uh, well, sort of. Not for Lucas. Not but, for Lucas, no. Huh? And then we go to the pool for the first time. Oh, my God. And old Billy, he's... Coming out on duty. And he's pretty fucking hot. And, yep, the um, ladies are getting all primped up. The all the women. moms. Well, Mike's mom and whoever <laughs> these other women were. You know, they're, they're all like, how do I look and everything. And, the, and you got the Cars song moving in stereo playing when he's walking out, which is the same one for Fast Times Richmond High when Phoebe Cates is coming out of the pool. Uh, that was a pretty good, you know reference there and then we got a fat kid running along and billy <laughs> says hey lard ass no running on my watch and i was just wondering if you know that whole using the word lard ass was kind of a reference or you know something for stand by me oh yeah you know, it could have been throw back to that but i went down and looked at the dvd case it actually came out in 86 but still okay. I, but still it could have been i think it know. was you know just kind of but i think lard ass was used a lot back then too yeah but yeah. that's what i remember it most from is the story that will wheaton's character had written mm-hmm. at the um not carnival, but the... It was just a fair. Yeah, a county fair yeah. or whatever. And we kind of get one of those in this, Oh yeah. you know, series It's a 4th of July one. Right. And it's put on by the fucking mayor who we'll get to at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Hopper, who is having problems with all this teenage shit, he goes to Joyce for some advice, and she tells him to have a heart-to-heart, kind of writes up some stuff. Well, he doesn't always, he doesn't exactly end up using this, but he does kind of add to it, and that really plays a major role at the end of the series. Because he doesn't really have the heart-to-heart with them. No, he doesn't. For all the smooching. You know, and then we've got Dustin showing off some of the shit he'd made while in camp, and one of them was like a little hammer that would hammer on its own. (laughs) I forgot what the other one was, but then he talks about, you know, the main thing he got. And this is a throwback to X-Men. 
I would say, because he names it Cerebro. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, so and that's his... He calls it, you know, they're just like, well, that's just like a ham radio. And he goes, yeah, but it's the Cadillac of ham radio. And it is. It, you well, don't know that until later. Yeah, he says, you know, he can... It'll go from the North to South Pole, and um, it's to mainly contact his girlfriend. Of course, they're all like, what? Because he says at this point that she's hotter than Phoebe Cates and, right. and smarter. Yeah, well, and they're not thinking that's even possible. Yeah, exactly. They're just counting each other like, um, yeah, I'm not buying this. And then um, we, we got Steve flirting around with some girls there at Scoops Ahoy, you know, they trying to talk college. I don't think the outfit's doing him any good. No, and no. and he kind of missed that. He's, he's totally lost his game. Yeah, he has. You know, and, and Robin, she, she's got a sign. One side says you rule, the other <laughs> side says you suck. And she's marking off all of it. There's no, nothing marked on you rule. Mm-mm. And there's about eight or nine marked off on you suck. And, you know, and he's like, well... This damn hat's covering, you know, It's my, covering up his hair. Yeah, his hair. You know, his He's got the big part. 80s hair. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got um, this. This shows everybody kind of climbing up the hill to take Dustin's antenna and radio. Yeah, because up know, there. They want, he wants them to, you know, yeah. hear all about Hear his girlfriend. Yeah. And. So we got Mike and Elle, they end up or well, 11, lit, running off, yeah. you know, they they, call they've had Elle. enough of it, it doesn't take long. For oh them. no, they need to go back and smooch. Yeah. And then, um, again, we got Will reaching for the back of his neck and you see all the rats running through the woods. Right, nobody like, else sees them, but yeah. we do. And they're heading to the Brimborn Steelworks is the name of the abandoned building. Right. And... All these rats start going in there, then they start kind of falling over, and then almost like going seizures. into convulsions, yeah, convulsions, and then they explode. And and when they explode, it's goo. It's yeah. not. I mean, there are chunks of bone and crap like that, but it turns into mainly goo. Yeah. And then Billy hitting on Mike's mom again, saying if she wants private lessons, oh yeah, Motel Six or wherever that one was. He says, oh, he'll give you the work out of your life. <laughs> and she, uh, you can tell, she considers it. Yep. Because he's expecting to meet her there. Yeah, she's definitely the way she's acting. And, you know, then we got Dustin again trying to get a hold of Susie. And it's starting to get dark. And, you know, just no answer. <laughs> no, it's just that radio buzzy sound. That's yep. all. And um, we see kind of a throwback. Joyce had kind of, Hopper was trying to set up a date with her at one point. And yeah. She says, no, I've got other plans. Well, her plans was sitting down with a glass of wine, a microwave dinner, and watching Cheers. Mm-hmm. And thinking of Bob. Yeah, because... She's still the, not over him. No, that. she's not over him. And, and it was worse when she that. had to see him die. Yeah. Now she's having the flashback of, you know, sitting on the couch watching Cheers with him and having a good time. And obviously, I don't think this was a legitimate throwback. It looks like they brought 
Sean back in for to shoot this scene right. because he looks like he's put on a shit ton of weight. It did not look like him from even last season. It looked like he's put on a lot more weight. So it was because at first I was thinking it was a flashback, and then it's like, no, I think he's put on more weight. Yeah. So but, not good. But she's still having such a hard time with it, and she's just trying to hide it so everybody else doesn't see it. But yeah. And. And Nancy, she's at work and nobody's around, so she answers the phone, takes some information down on this Doris Driscoll, an 80-some-year-old woman who's got rats doing weird shit. Which is eating fertilizer, and that's not something that no, animals it, eat. You know, she writes down rats, disease, so you know she ends up heading over there. I think that's in the next episode. And <clears throat> With Jonathan. She yeah. calms Jonathan into it, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, of course. You know, yeah. he's the photographer, so she, you know, needs and him to go. And the boyfriend. On top of that. boyfriend, true. And, you know, we got Hopper studying the speech. He goes in to talk to Ellen Mike. And that doesn't go so good. They're just kind of shitting on him in a way, you know. Acting like teenagers. They're whispering back and forth to each other while he's trying to have an actual talk with them. Which was really stupid on the boys' Part. I mean, that's yeah. not your house for one thing, mm. you little shit. Nope. So Mike really did need to get kicked good. Yeah, because they're laughing and whispering. And then, you know, Hopper <clears throat> gets Mike in the vehicle, take him home, and he apparently lays down the law with him. Well, first he tricks him. He says his Nana is sick and stuff like that. So then he gives it to Mike and tells Mike that, you know, you need to... Lay off. Yep. Yeah. And then everybody kind of leaves, I think, from Dustin. You know, they're questioning him, having a girlfriend or not, and they leave. Well, he picks up Russian radio transmission. Yeah. And he, well, he tapes it, right? Yeah, he has to tape it. Well, at some point they tape it. I don't think they tape it now. I think okay. when they pick it up later. They do, or well, maybe he did tape it then. Because he takes because it. He, because they do, they, up to the, they try to break it down right. in the next episode and figure out what it's saying. Right. So, then we got the new young Russian white coat kind of overseeing the, this whole project thing. Yeah, but he came from the original. He was one right, of the original the, two. Well, the only one that survived. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that is oh, Doctor Alexi. Yeah. Yes, and he'll he'll end up being a really good character mm -hmm. by time about the fifth episode or so. And so Mike's mom's getting ready to go head up for Billy, head out to meet Billy, and until until she looks over and sees the husband who's always sleeping in the fucking chair, but then their youngest daughter's in his lap, sleeping sleeping with on them his lap too. So at that point, she kind of changed her mind. She realizes she's being a little shit. Yeah. And then we got Billy cruising down the road. Something hits his windshield. And so he stops, gets out, and he gets grabbed and by the leg and dragged into the steel mill. Yep. Yeah, him and his, yeah, it's approximately a 78 Camaro. For some reason, I kept thinking it was a Trans Am before, you know, after last season. 
and but it's a Camaro. I think it's just because I had a 78 Trans Am, same color, everything. So I just, you know, his car is 78, 77 or 78. <clears throat> but yeah, I had one the same color. I had a 75 Formula before that. So yeah. I'm more of a Pontiac Firebird guy in those early years. But he's a little, he's an arrogant fuck. So you really don't feel sorry for him. No, you, know, you don't. Nothing good's going to come of this. Yeah. So they kind of leave you on a cliffhanger, which is the good thing about Netflix. You can go immediately on to the next episode. Which was Mall Rats. Yep, the Mall Rats. Now, I do prefer the, the HBO deal where you watch it, everybody discusses it all week. True. And then, you know, where's this going? But now everybody just goes on the next one. You don't have that discussion. You have the after discussion well true and then you have the people that have to tell you absolutely everything right that's why with something like this you pretty much got to watch it over the weekend yeah, or you're yeah. fucked that's why we have to burn through all of them because i know someone might ruin it yeah and i don't want to deal with that shit so just that was what was bad burn on, through it. when we got into game of thrones later right as i knew people that had already seen it you know, before us. Yeah, and I, you know, you pick it up on, just listen to different podcasts and stuff, I'd hear things. But you couldn't even tell them to shut up. God damn it. Well, true. Podcasts, I can pause. But then, by then, I've already missed it. And it wasn't the fact that they were necessarily talking about Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. but they would be talking about something else, and then they mentioned something that happened in Game of Thrones. I was like, oh, fuck. I was going to probably start watching that. Oh, well. I already know this now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's a problem you run into if you don't get it onto something almost immediately. But, like I said, with this, yeah. you can watch it all at once, but then again, it takes kind of that fun away, that whole week of anticipation. Well, I'm thinking about everything that happened with it. Yeah. Doing like we did with Game of Thrones. Like it's like, did. oh my gosh. You know, there's so much to the storyline besides your flat storyline. Yeah. And this, like I said, you just... Go ahead and burn on through it. I mean, at least this season there's eight episodes. Even though the last one was quite a bit longer than most of the others, it was practically almost movie length. <clears throat> but, yep, so the Mall Rats, um, it opens up with the back at the still mill with Billy kind of beaten up, got the shit kicked out of him, so he goes and uses a pay phone, calls 911, and phone goes dead, power goes out, and he steps out. You realize he's in the upside down because yep. you got those little ashes or whatever the fuck the little white yeah flakes are that are. To me, it seems um, more ashy. But yeah, it's got to be. I assume ash, and you got a group of people approaching him, and the first one that approaches him is him. Himself. <laughs> Don't really get any kind of a reasoning why it was him, but it is. Right. And just, I mean, he's been taken over by the mind flare, obviously at this point. He. He got face-fucked. Yeah. He definitely (laughs) Apparently he did get face-fucked. And, you know. So, Mike calls Elle after his talk with Hopper. Tells her that, you know, his Nana's sick. And she's like, well, Hop said he's okay. She's okay. And he's like, oh, no, no. We had to take her back. And, you know, and so she asks him, do you lie? And we get the throwback to I think even season one where Mike's like no friends, friends don't, don't lie. lie yeah even though he's full of shit yeah and he's lying 
Yep, but, you know, so Elle's mad, but Hopper's happy. You see Hopper just happy as hell. Yeah. He has a few happy moments, yeah. Yep. And so, you know, he visits Joyce and says everything's going great, you know. And she's like, you gave him the talk? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another lie. Because yep. it wasn't the talk. No, it wasn't. It was the intimidation. And so he kind of, they set up the dinner. Yeah, you can still tell she doesn't really want to do this. Right. Not but really. she goes along with this one. But she, Unlike yeah. the other, you know, the first episode, she says, no, I've got other things to do. Right. And so, but one of the cops comes in and tells me he's get downtown hall. There's all these protests and... You know, you don't really get much insight in the protests other than it is because they've allowed, the mayor's allowed this mall in, which is ruining their businesses. Which is, the downtown area is losing all their mom and pop stores. Yeah. They're going out of business. The whole square. And like I said, Joyce, her store's going out of business. They're running, everybody's running big sales. So, and magnets fall again. Mm-hmm. One's in the store. So we obviously got another electromagnetic anomaly or whatever the fuck going on here joyce is the only one that seems to notice these things she's the only one that seems to notice most of these things and you know even from the beginning of season one and everything and then um so nancy and mike are getting ready to head off to go check out the rats and then we're back at scoops ahoy when we finally (laughs) got our dustin and steve reunion like i said they're kind of my Second favorite pair behind Ari and the Hound. I love when these two are together. Oh, you know, just reading some stuff online, though. Some, you know, there was one writer that thought that really Dustin is the best actor out of most of the He's younger the heart and soul. And I guess apparently he really does have this disease that they kind of mention. He does. It's in the, the teeth, episode. and it's actually the yeah, collarbone. No clavicles. Yeah, collarbone. And he does, and he does supposedly a big thing on Facebook or Twitter and all this other kind of stuff to draw attention to that disease. That disease, yeah. And then, well, with this reunion, Robin looks at Steve and goes, how many children are you friends with? (laughs) She's like, another one of your children are here. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, damn. But anyway, so, you know, Dustin's telling about the... The radio and the Russians, and you know he really doesn't know at this point where they're picking this uh, signal up from. Yeah, there's. I don't think he had, would have a clue anyway. Right. So you got, you know, you see Max out skateboarding and Al showing up, and you know um, they're just kind of hanging out at. I think at this point they're at Max's house. Yeah, I think so. I think okay. they start at Max's house. And anyway, um, they're, Mike's talking about, you know, Hopper made him lie. And, you know, we got Will setting up to play D&D, of yeah. course. Well, at this place, at this time, they've already broke up? Yeah. She already broke well, up with him, didn't she? No, she hasn't done that yeah. yet. Okay. Okay, and, you know, Mike's saying how you know hopper made him lie and he's telling this to lucas lucas says this will be bad max has dumped me five times you know kind of like we can get through this yeah and then we 
go back to the pool with Billy, and he's in there drinking chemicals. He's at the, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I don't know if it was ammonia or what all there was, if it was pool chemicals, but, well, it's probably ammonia. Because ammonia is in fertilizer, and there's a lot of talk of the rats eating fertilizer. Right. So, more than likely, it's ammonia. Which and is, you wouldn't think his body would be able to handle it, but well, at this point, I guess maybe it doesn't it matter. Can. And then, you know, he, Mike's mom shows up and apologizes for not meeting for their date. And then all of a sudden, you see him grab her by the head and slam it up against the wood, but that was just like a thought. I think it was... Like what he wanted to do. Right, or what the... Mind flare. Mind flare was think, flare, I thinking he flare. should do. Or, yeah. You know, telling him what to do. But, it, you know, <clears throat> in, until it really kind of engages or takes you over, it you still do have some of your own, you know... Yeah, I think it probably... Free him, will there. Yeah, it gives him some idea. So, you know, at this point, I'm like, oh, god damn. But, no... It just, you know, it was a vision or something. And, you know, he's acting like he's got a hangover. So, you know, that's just kind of the end of their whole deal at this point. Um, but he <laughs> just tells her to get away from him. Yep. And we get Lucas's sister again, Erica, showing up. She keeps wanting all these free samples of ice cream and scoops of horn. <laughs> She thinks it's cold stem. <laughs> yes, and at some point, Robin just gets fed up. You know, and, you know, Steve and Dustin are trying to break down all this, figure out the Russian, and Robin comes in, hey, you know, I know four languages, and then, but at one point she does use pig Latin, but she says, you know, they're like, well, why the fuck you care? And she's like, well, I'm just bored and want to help. You yeah, know, she wants bored, something she's to tired do. Of kids wanting free samples. Yes. And,. So Nancy and John, they do end up at Doris's house, and there's a rat in a fucking cage that Freaking out. starts, you know, just going really weird. And so we now jump to Hopper at City Hall. Yes, and with our wonderful Mayor Larry Klein. Played by Carrie Ellis. Mm -hmm. I was surprised to see him show up, too. I was, but he did the part really good. He always plays a good ass, like in Twister. Yes. And Saw, even. And yes. Yeah, Princess Bride, he wasn't really so much an ass, but, no, but he, he kind of was. He had to learn, yeah. But yeah. He, he's, he's your crooked mayor, you know. But as Hopper's going in, someone's walking out, carrying a motorcycle helmet. Which hmm. seems kind of strange. Kind of looks like the guy hmm. from the... Beginning of the first episode with the Russian. The muscle. The muscle. The Russian muscle, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, talking about the protesters outside, and Hopper calls it his fan club. <laughs> that was pretty funny. You know, um, let's see, what all else do we got? We got, you know, the mayor talking about putting on a big fucking Independence Day party. Yes. Shit, that'll take everybody's mind off of the, the thing. But, you know, he wants these protesters arrested because they don't have proper permits. Fuck that. Yeah, but he's really working on his re-election. That's yes. really what he's Yeah, that's true. On. That's what the big party's for. Yeah, that's to get people's mind off of the mall and how pissed they are. Yeah. And his re-election. And, you know, we got Ellen Max at the mall. 
and they're looking for clothes, trying to get her to be herself or, you know, pick clothes that are her. Right. And the boys are at the mall looking for an apology gift. <laughs> so, like I said, they're just teenagers being teenagers. Most of the time they're just kind of assholes, like teenagers. Well, you know? I mean, the girls are just, you know, saying, hey, you know, they don't want to be, you know, lied to and all that kind of crap. And then they go to the mall and just go through all the clothes like girls do, at, especially at that time, yep. you know. And then Joyce shows up to the reason why she ends up missing the date later. She goes to the science teacher's house and takes all these books about electromagnetics or whatever. Yeah. You know, she's got a handful of books, goes to Mr. Clark's house while he's playing My Bologna <laughs> instead of My Sharona. At first, I didn't even pick up on I that. It wasn't either. My Sharona. It was Weird Al and My Bologna. Uh -huh. So, but... Yeah, she shows up at Scott's house, and is they're trying to figure out, you know, what would cause all this, and he shows her, you know, a way that it can be done, but he said the magnitude of what's going on, it's going to take a lot of fucking power. Right. It's going to be something awful big. Since the distance between her house <clears throat> and the shop were so large, it'd have to be in a big yeah, machine it'd have to be that. covering a big area. Yeah. Yes. And that's the one thing that she couldn't figure out except she thought it was the lab yep and um so jonathan nancy she starts calling around seeing other businesses see if they're having problems with rats eating their fertilizer and stuff yeah and or, apparently they are or strange supplies missing yeah and that's mentioned too and they're just assuming they're rabid rats because you know the one in this cage is acting all weird and shit well they end up she wants to leave to go somewhere else anyway and Jonathan you know he's trying to get pictures of the rat and so the only thing they're seeing is a rabid rat well after they leave it explodes and oozes out through the cage and crawls across and, the floor yeah or slimes crawling across the floor. as yeah. a fucking sludge monster or some shit and it's like oh well so it's just like all those other rats yeah mm -hmm. And now we got Billy coming out of the upside down, and he's at the pool getting in the shower. He just kind of starts freaking out, and um, the other lifeguard kind of comes in. See if he's and, okay. Yeah. And whatever, I think, as he throws up at this point. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe just. Maybe I just can't read my note, no. <laughs> okay, so we got Ellen Max. Um, we're getting to the good part here. <clears throat> she finds some clothes she really likes. Mike really can't find an apology gift because he ain't got no fucking money. And he doesn't know how to apologize in that way anyway. Yeah. Not really. No, not at all. And um, so the point where they end up outside they run into each other at the mall yep mm -hmm. and she calls him out on his lies and she this is where she says i dump your ass <laughs> yep and will's like well now can we go play D D? <laughs> poor will i mean he <clears throat> he just wants everything to be like it was right he's the only one that's not really paired off yeah and 
We got Robin finally breaking the first sentence of the code, the Russian code. Yep. So she is coming through pretty good. Well, she knows enough about, you know, other languages that that probably helps her a little bit here and there. Yeah. And they did um, get a book. Yep. To help translate. So, but it took her a while to get it going, you know. Uh, yeah, and they like said it was good that she didn't know other languages, mm-hmm. so she kind of had to step up on trying to a lot more than they did (laughs) yeah they weren't getting anywhere no they weren't but it's a code code it's not something that's you know normally you would talk about yeah poor old hopper he gets him a new hawaiian shirt and goes out for the dinner this is real nice i think it was a french restaurant and he ends up ordering Three different alcohols. He had some wine and some uh, other liquor. What, and Chianti? Stuff. Was Chianti? Well, was well, yeah. But, but he, he didn't said, pronounce he it. He said a Chianti yeah, or, something. or something. like that. He's <laughs> like, well, our Chianti is... <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. And, the, well, the first thing that Robin saw was the week is long. And then there's something with the silver, silver cat. cat. Mm-hmm. And then when the yellow and blue... Meets in the West. Okay, yeah. So, they, um, they're walking down the hall, and Steve wants a quarter. It's like, what the fuck? Well, he puts a quarter in this little riding pony, and that was the same music, music they were hearing in the background on the recording of the Russians. Right. So, they knew that this transmission wasn't coming from Russia. It was coming from somewhere close and within mm-hmm. the mall. Right. So this is, they end up going on spy duty. So that's another big clue for them. Yes. So they got that kind of broke down and, well, old Hopper, drunk as fuck, decides he's going to leave the restaurant. They're like, no alcohol off premise. And he goes, well, I do what I want. I'm cheap of police. Yeah. Which they didn't know that, but I guess they found out fast. Yeah. And then we're left on another cliffhanger when Billy shows up at the steel mill with the other lifeguard, Heather. Who had been in his trunk. Yep. She was in the trunk and, well, you see the mind flare attacks her. And and, face fucks her. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so that's the end of that one. So again, I mean, you can kind of see where everything's sort of leading, but it does go quite a bit deeper as mm-hmm. far as you know I mean at this point you know you know you got the mind flare pretty much the rats have all been added to him to form something so he's growing right well I mean if you think about it he was dust and smoke or whatever he right. was made out of and so he needs physical forms, which mm-hmm. is what they're supplying him with. Right, they're supplying Starting with the rats, something easy to manipulate. Right, but he is, and he's growing at the same time, so he's getting a little bigger. Yes. As more bodies are, or more goo, which are the bodies, yeah. are, are, you know, molded to his form. Yeah. Or so. its form. Yeah. So, like I said, that kind of puts an end to that one. Um, it, like I said, it's really entertaining. You get a lot of great, you know, Throwbacks. kind of funny moments. And, you know, and with the several different groups, you know, 
kind of teamed up. Yeah, because they're, they're paired off it's in kind a way. Of fun. In yeah, because you got Ellen Max together, and then you've got, you know, pretty much Lucas, Will, and du or not Dustin, but um, Mike, all together. <clears throat> and then you have your pairing of Dusty, Steve, and Robin. Right. So Ellen Max really need a third person here. True, you but know, but then you got Hopper and Joyce. True, at this point. But they do add Alexi and, um, well, the smart guy, which Murray. Had, Murray. Yeah, he doesn't show up till I think episode five or six. So. And then you know later on, um, Ellen Max going with the boys anyway. Right. So. Well, yeah, you know that everything's going to start leading to everybody coming back together. Right. For one main cause. Well, the little groups going with another group makes it a little bit bigger than they go on because um, except for Nancy and Jonathan kind of stay That's true. We got the other pairing to too. them. And then Erica comes in. Yeah. So she comes so in. So she joins yeah, Steve with, and uh, yeah. Robin and Dustin. So Mainly because yeah. they need a little person. And True. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of these new characters, some of the Returning characters we didn't get much of, like Erica, mm -hmm. you know, kind of add a little something fresh to it. Right, because even, you know, um, even Billy adds something to it, a right. lot to it. I mean, he's the main bad character, but still, he, he adds a lot to it. Yeah, and you were looking at information on the actor himself, and he's found some stuff about you know he well, was he, bullied and well yeah the reason why he does that part so good is that he was bullied for being an overweight child yeah and he so he pulled information from his own past to be a dirtbag bully now in this character yeah as this character so he is really pulled from that and when uh, he want, was interested in acting because his parents come from that kind of a background. They're not actors, but they're background, you know, in people. Theater. Yeah. And he um, met up with someone and they said the first thing that they told him to do was lose 25 kilos. Or is it kilos? Stones? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's kilos. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably kilos, yeah. And they said that was the first thing he needed to do. So... I, th I think it's done really. He's he plays a character really well. No, he's. I, I really. I think so too. He's done a great job of being this douchebag. <laughs> yeah, and you find out later, you know exactly why he's such a douchebag. Yeah. Basically, but he really does it very well. Yeah. No, he's he's a pretty damn good actor. I mean, he. And he's from Australia. Pulls off. Yeah. <laughs> like the Hemsworths and so many other great actors anymore. But no, it's um, really good. So I think we'll wrap up this part. Um, we'll do a second part here in a minute. Uh, since we've only got so much time left before it stops on us. So we will just divide this into two sections. So um, we'll just leave it there and I'll try to tie these in together. All right, we are back, throwing a beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And we're going to try this again. <laughs> we'll finish up anyway. See if I can put these two parts 
together. <laughs> I don't know, I fuck if I know, since I really don't know what I'm doing, other than blabbing like a motherfucker. Uh, anyway, let's start with um, episode three. The case of the missing lifeguard. Yes. And this one here, we start out, for sure we know we're in the cabin, and we got the, you know, Eleven and um, Hopper live at. So we've got Max dancing around, Eleven sitting there looking at these teeny bopper magazines we used to, I remember seeing them all the time, girls had them. Tiger Beat. Okay, Tiger Beat, um, what, Teen Beat or something? Uh, yeah, but I thought one was Tiger Beat too. I, I don't know, but yeah, she's looking at them. They're talking about Ralph Macchio and... How hot he is. You know, is. hot and being the karate kid. <laughs> you know, um... And of course, they're talking about the boys, and Max is like, you know, he's going to be coming, begging back, and, well, they decide to have Eleven do her little trick and... Spy. Spy on them. Yes. Puts on the old blindfold and goes in and creeps into the room, <laughs> sort of, where they're all downstairs in Mike's house, of course. Well, she's not really creeping. It's really weird. No, of how course, they, everybody but Dustin. But. How they represent it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Dustin's still not with them. No. Then we got Mike and Lucas talking back and forth about girls and how they're different, different species, and so Elle repeats that to Max. Which and, pisses her off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? And then, you know, you got the old... Um, Mike laying there on the couch eating Doritos, and man, I have not seen that Doritos bag like that look like that in so many fucking years <laughs> with the white and the clear and right. everything. It was like, holy shit, that is. What didn't we total only have one flavor? Bag. Well, you know, and, and like I heard someone mention, it's like, how the fuck do they get all these old boxes and bags and you know just all the different shit from back then? I mean. Doesn't it's not like <laughs> how they put it? I forget what I was listening to. I think it was Bald New, um, the Demogordons and something podcast. But it's like someone just have all these boxes of old tampons laying around somewhere. Were <laughs> they? I mean, did they had so they probably had to recreate so much of this stuff. Mm, I'd say so, yeah. But yeah, you know, and then. Mike belches really loud and it's like, oh, smell that. The, mm -hmm. um, god damn it, whatever the cheese, not cheddar, but what the fuck are Doritos made out of? What kind of cheese is cheddar it? Cheddar cheese. Is it, regular ones aren't cheddar, are they? I think so. Ah, fuck, I don't remember. But, uh, you know, like, smell that. And Lucas, is like, well, I got one better. He just rips off a big ass fart. Yeah. <laughs> You know, of course, you know, Will's just wanting to play D&D again. That's all yeah. he's interested in. He's yeah. like, the girls, be they broke up with you. Yeah. yeah. Come on, let's do this. And, you know, of course, Eleven comes out just disgusted after seeing all this. You know, then we got, of course, at this point, Hopper's coming home drunk. After oh, being at and the very restaurant, upset. didn't eat, but boy, did he drink! And so, yeah, he lays down. And he gets pissed off because he and, hears the music as soon as he comes in. Yep, and he's like three inches. And so, man, he busts that door open, and oh, there's Eleven and Max <laughs> oh, laying on the floor, yeah. just looking at magazines. Yep, and 
so he just sitting there staring like, uh, um, you know, Max finally says, did you need something? <laughs> He's like, no, and Eleven says, oh, her, they're having a know, sleepover. We're having a sleepover. She's staying for a sleepover. Is that okay and everything? He's like, well, do your parents know you're here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's more than fine with yes, that. Yes, he's a little happy with that one. And then the two girls start playing spin the bottle, but not the way you normally do. No. Huh? They got all these names laid out to decide on who for Eleven to go spy on. First, they mention one of the teachers, and, and like, too boring. Yeah. And then Billy comes up. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's like, you sure you want to go in there? You know, we don't know what he may be doing. He or, could be, yeah, with a girl. Or, yeah. You know, whatever. And so, well, she goes ahead and goes in. And first she sees the Camaro with the broken windshield and stuff. And then and she goes through. Of course, you know, at these, it's not a full <clears throat> scene in any of this. She's like walking through water. water and it's and black. And everything's black around except for the main thing she's focusing on. And, well, then she sees Billy, and he's kind of bent down. Well, he's talking. She realizes he's talking to a girl. And so when she comes out of it, you know, it's... Well, he stands up, and he can... Yes. He can see her. He can see, see her, her. Which yeah. is very odd. Yeah. She kind of, you know, like, what the fuck? Well, let me go back to... Old <laughs> Mike's basement you know poor Will still trying like hell he cranks up the little boom box with the renaissance music playing and you know he's got on his his little wizard, wizard outfit yeah cause this is the next morning <laughs> right so yeah he has on his wizard outfit he's got the hat and, and he woke him up the robe and yeah wakes him up and they're starting and to act like teen teenagers already it's too early to be woke up yes uh -huh. you know, too bright too early you know you know most were thinking they were waking up with hangovers which they weren't but they just no. had stayed up late and it was too early yeah so you know it's um well Anyway, poor, I just feel so bad for Will. Well, he had gone through so much and missed so much, you know, during that, what, at least that one year. Well, the first year and then the second, the second year, year, he was uh, out for yeah. a good portion and of so it. And so he did miss a yeah, lot of his Yeah, because I think the first season, yeah. it was practically episode one or two and he was gone. Yeah. And then, you know, last season, his body ended up being taken over. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's been through a lot, and he, it just didn't go, you know, he just didn't go forward like everybody else did. Yeah, no, he's, so, I mean, he's technically lost a year or two. Right. And so he's still in that D&D &D mode, he ain't ready for all this girly shit. No, he's shit. not ready for girls, and everybody... You know, matures differently. Yeah. So, no. He's just not ready for Most that. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> shit. Back then, I was kind of like him. I was always riding my bike like they do, but instead of wanting to play D and D all the time, I was wanting to play baseball all the right. time. You know, and just how it was. You know, we got Joyce showing up, the hoppers, and saying we need to talk, and and he's in a towel. Yeah, he comes out in a towel. <laughs> Which was scary. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. He and is. so she's showing him the magnets and shit. And then he's like, well, you know, you stood me up to go to your child's science teacher's house, you know? Yeah. And she's not thinking anything of it. She's just, she's on the magnets. Yes. That's all there is yeah, to it. Yeah, she's definitely stuck on that big time. And, you know, she starts telling him now about what we talked discussed earlier about having um to create a field like this it'd take a hell of a lot of money take a big big ass lab and and she thinks it's at the lab yes where everything started yep in the first place and you know so (laughs) hopper just like well this can be like a date you know we can meet at seven (laughs) you know and she she leaves and he goes outside, and here she is coming out of his little shed with bolt cutters and a flashlight. Yeah, she's taking his stuff yep. while so. he's trying to get dressed. <laughs> so she is ready to go. Yeah, she doesn't care if he goes or not. No. And then we switch to Max and Eleven. They, they go to Max's house. They go into Billy's room kind of looking around for something, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. They don't know what's wrong with no. Billy at all. And they go in the bathroom. They find a bunch of ice bags in the tub with water. Right. You know, it's totally full of water. <clears throat> and then they, Elle's looking around. She sees some blood on the, the sink. Opens up the cabinet door there. And um, finds a bloody whistle in life guards, you know. Fanny pack. Fanny pack, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was trying to think of the right word, but yeah, fanny pack. Yeah, and which is obviously a girl's. Yeah. Well, not always. I worked with a guy that wore his fucking fanny pack when we did lawn care. But back in the 80s? Well, Fanny packs this was usually, in the 90s. True, but usually fanny packs were. <laughs> or I guess actually thing. early 2000s, but still. Well, fanny packs were kind of a big thing. Then you saw all kinds of people wearing them. I had fanny yeah. pack. Yeah, but I mean, well, it was more like if you saw a guy doing it, it was usually like an older guy or a total nerd or something. Mm-hmm. But usually a lot of time it was an older, slightly older dude wearing them. So, you know, but that was all, like I said, it was in the trash can. And then you got old Nancy and Jonathan developing these pictures of the rat. And they take them in, trying to get a story going. Of course, they just get laughed at. Yeah, she they laugh her out of the room because Jonathan doesn't go in there. Nancy goes in by herself. Yeah. And they laugh her. Wow, um, yeah. Just, they embarrass her. Yes, they do that they well. And do treat her like crap. And this is where I'd made a little note of Busey being Donald Trump's twin. You know, he, he is looks like a fucking younger Donald fucking Trump. And um, But even her boss, you know, puts his two cents in worth and, you know, embarrasses her and everything, so. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really do number on her. And like you said, I mean, that pretty much is how... Well, I mean, it still goes on. It just now it comes out. People are realizing how fucking bad it can be with the whole misogynistic bullshit that goes on in businesses and offices and shit. So it's just it gets out there more now. But back then it was accepted, and you know, you really think about it. That's not that fucking long ago. No, it wasn't. It was tolerated because yeah, more than tolerated. What were you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, who were you gonna go to? 
You couldn't go to anybody. Nobody, nobody cared. No. And then we got Erica showing up wanting some more free ice cream. Well, what do you uh, expect? That's all that little, little girl kid. wants. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, she's wanting all them samples, so she's sitting there just beating the shit out of the belt. Nobody's really working. <laughs> no. You know? And uh, Robin is... is well, Robin's getting, there, but she's got the headphones on listening to this shit. She's kind of getting tired of it, too. True, she is getting tired of the... And she comes down on Erica shit. and tells her, no, she's not going to give her any more free yeah. samples. And the, we also, then we got Steve and Dustin out there in like the... I don't know if they're fake plants or whatever. Oh, with probably their, so. With their <clears throat> little fucking binoculars, trying to find Ru- evil Rush, evil Russians. And and why and what would an evil Russian look like is kind of what they're yeah they're trying to figure, trying to figure out. out. And they're like oh blonde and have a duffel bag right, and, <laughs> and then they're going yeah. oh so they see somebody yeah. that kind of looks fishy to them yeah so they yeah, follow they, him. They do end up you know a little bit later find spotting a. A blonde guy, long hair, with, glass, with a big duffel bag. On inside. Yep. yep, got on the sunglasses, and they're like, oh, he's an evil Russian. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, he's just going into leader jazzercise class. That's it. <laughs> so, which was huge back then. Which was full of moms, probably. Yeah, you couldn't really tell. You got a nice look at the asses. Him. Yeah. And, you know, Steve and Dustin are just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Kind of mouth dropping there. <laughs> so no, that wasn't their uh, evil Russian. Yep. Well, then we got Will finally getting to play some D and D, but Mike and Lucas just are kind of sitting there going through the fucking motions. They're half-assing it. No, they're not even really half-assing yeah. it, man. It was just ridiculous. So that really upsets Will yeah. quite a bit. He, yeah, he gets fed up, and that's it. He's just done with all this girlfriend bullshit. And yeah, that's enough for him. And then we got Max and Eleven going to the pool to try to see about the bag, and they end up taking the two over's working there and says, well, she knows she didn't make it in. They and called in sick. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think she even mm-hmm. called in. He just said he had to cover. He, they for... said something about somebody called in sick. No, oh, okay, maybe it was. Well, yeah, because she still has her own mind. And at that point, she may just thought she was sick and didn't really quite know for sure what was going on. But, yeah, so that she didn't go up show for work so you know Elle goes in and tries to find her they go into like little showers and she gets on a um, diving mask yeah. or scuba mask and she's puts duct eyes. tape over it yeah. <laughs> so she, you know I don't she's know she's gotta what, be in a dark place yeah I think it's that's why she uses a blindfold and then they usually. turned all the showers on so she's gotta have some kind of a uh, white noise kind of that's what I'm thinking background or maybe they didn't want anybody else to hear them true talking but she always but that when they do the radio when she's on there they put it on a white noise no, static. that's true yeah I think she does kind of need that static you're right and she sees a mailbox with a house number and a red door and then um, bathtub full of ice and she mm-hmm. sees Heather and she's like help me and then she gets pulled down like she's going into a drain or something. Yeah. I mean, she just gets swoop, she being pulled down sucked water down real down. quick in that water. So 
you know, when we got Hopper and Joyce finally making it to the lab, and Joyce has a bit of a flashback of Bob. Yeah, when he... Superhero Bob. Because he does. He does basically give his life for them. So. Yeah. No, I I really thought he was a great addition last season. I did, too. Yeah. I said, you know, people, if you listen to this shit, you've obviously had to have watched the other episodes. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. But... <laughs> It really, last season, Bob was a great fucking character. He was. He really was a good character. And, I, and when they, spoiler, 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 killed him off, I was really kind of upset, uh, you know. Because he was, he was, you know, he was trying to be a good dad to these kids, even though, you know, I mean, they're much older, so. But he wasn't trying to be. But he wasn't, yeah, yeah. trying to be that type of a dad. He was right. just trying to. He wasn't trying to get extremely involved as in being like a stepdad and stuff right. like that. But, but, he was, but he talked to him on their level. Right. You know, the, when he's trying to help Will through some of his problems, the way he talks to him and tells him about what he did and everything, he, he's there for them. Right. And, you know, they really, they haven't had that, at least for a while. And, well, their dad wasn't really part of their lives. No. And he was a calming force for her, too. Yeah, he really, yeah, helped because her. Because she kind of can go <laughs> yeah, she, crazy. Yeah, there ain't no doubt. And a lot of times in, in this season, well, when she talks, she just... He's so goddamn quick and everything, just rambling on and on and on. And he was. He was a calming force, and he was a rock. Yeah. And, you know, at this point when they're going through there, there's a camera... See the light click on, so there someone sees them. Right. Don't know who, but you know. It's... But otherwise, you know, you would think it looks empty. Yeah, and then the, the lab really it. is empty. Yeah. I um, mean, truthfully, when we get to the rest of it, it's not really the lab where a lot of this shit's taking place. Well. Because he shows her where the gate was. And how it's concreted up. And he says, and he tells her that he was at each location where there was a break. Right. And they were all sealed up. Sealed he was up. there when they sealed up. Yeah. The only reason why anybody shows up there at the lab is because it's been being recorded. Yes. And he was sent there to kill him. Yep. And so now we got Robin again working on the code. And well, they get a delivery there at Scoops Ahoy. Well, it's Link's delivery. And when the guy turns around, there's a silver Lynx on his back. And she's That's putting... the other part of the code. Everything together. So she's got the silver cat. Yep. And what else was it earlier? Um, so there was the silver cat. There was the blue meets well, the yellow. Right. Yeah, she'll, she'll end up running out. Oh, and China is a good place to visit. Yes. And so that's the Chinese like restaurant. That. And the long something or another. Yeah, I forgot what the fuck that other one was. but. So she goes out to the main court. Or right. The food court. Yeah. And she looks around to all of the places around. And one's a shoe store. So yeah. there's a shoe store involved. That was the long, I think, or, um, oh, fuck, I didn't write all these down. And then there's a Chinese restaurant. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. China's a good place to visit or something. Right, like China's that. a good place to visit. What was the yellow meets the blue? When, when yellow meets blue in, in the, the west. west. And that's the hands of the clock. Hands of the which clock. Which would probably right. be when they, probably 845 or 9, 8 or 945 maybe. I can't remember if that was the time, but that was probably, you know, both of them are facing west at the same time. So she pulled all of that together. She really is a smart cookie. Yeah. No, she, I, she's a great fucking character. I, I really like the addition of her. And who are her parents oh. in real life? Yeah, and <laughs> did not realize this, but Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman are that's, her parents. Yep, that's her, their daughter. Yeah, so she's slowly <laughs> figuring that out. And, um, well, since Nancy and... Um, Jonathan apparently gotten fired. Well, or... they get fired by <laughs> a well. Her, they boss. haven't gotten fired yet, right? But you know, Nancy's trying to go out again, and you know, she says, "Well, we need proof. You know, we need to get some rats." And so they go back to um... and Jonathan. Her kind of get into it and. He's like, you know, this is just kind of a stupid story. It's not worth getting fired over. And they go back to that old lady's house. Yeah. And she's eating the fertilizer. <laughs> yes. She was going to town. And so they call, you know, the ambulance. And she keeps yelling, I got to go back, I got to go back. And they have no clue what she's really talking about. Yeah. And, you know, they, they walked right into her house. So, sooner or later, that kind of comes back and gets them. Well, the whole situation in comes the ass. back and yeah. gets them, yeah. Butch was dumb. I mean, it was unlocked. She's an elderly lady. People need to check on old people, you know. Oh, well, yeah. there was somebody there to do it. Yeah. Not like it mattered, but, you know. Right. And, um, you know, we also have Hopper, when he's, they're going through the whole lab, he's talking to Joyce and... Tells her he knows her house is up for sale and, you know, she's planning on moving out. And he's like, you know, really everybody here knows you, knows what's going on. Probably best you stayed. But... Well, there's one comment that he says. He goes, you know, you had one thing I never had, which was people that, you know, that knew. Right. And he, I think he's Care. talking about his daughter. His daughter, right, yeah. And, you know, her death. And her death, yeah. And he, and uh, Joyce had has always had people behind her. Yeah, yeah, she's always had help. And then we got Mike and Lucas going out and finally looking for Will after he'd ran out in the nasty ass rain and shit. And you know, and he'd been at Castle Byers, you know, the old fort that played a big part. And you know. In their childhood, growing well, up. Well, yeah, growing and, up and yeah. playing games there. And he'd go there. And, you know, so there was a flashback to season one where they're playing Dungeons and Dragons right. and everything. And, and so, he realizes that, you know, basically his childhood's gone. Yeah, he looks over, picks up a picture of them all from season two where they're, you know, in their Ghostbusters outfit and just rips that picture up and just starts tearing shit off the walls and takes a ball bat to the outside of it and just 
then grabs it and tears down the front side of it. Yeah. This kind of destroys his little fort. His, you know, home away from home. His sanctuary. Yeah. Pretty it's much. It's kind of sad, too, really. Yeah. And so now we got Dustin, Steve, and Robin on a stakeout. They're up top checking out shit, watching for deliveries. And they realize there's like a special delivery area that's kind of off the, out of the norm because you see guys walking around with guns and. Yeah, they got machine guns yep. at a mall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. Delivery. They're guarding a spot where things are, you know, picked up or delivered to. And they got machine guns. Wow. Then we got, you know, Hopper after a door kind of shut there inside the lab, and it wasn't Joyce. No. He's kind of looking around for whoever it was. Well, yeah, it was that Russian. And old Hopper kind of gets his ass beat. Oh, boy. The muscle just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, just... Muscle's name is Grigori. Okay. And he's giving him kidney shot after kidney shot and just... Really beats the shit out of him. You know, Joyce later, she's like, hey, um, think we can get this looked at? And she's got some letters and numbers, but there's several missing. (laughs) You know, it's like, well, what what kind of car was it? She goes, it wasn't a car, it was a motorcycle. And that goes back to Mayor Larry Klein visit. So he knows that the mayor is behind some of this crap. Yeah, or... he's got an idea of that. Yeah. Because that clicked immediately. Yeah, what's his job is to pull stuff in. You might need that stuff later. Just put it in your brain later on. And then you got Max and Al going and finding Heather's house. Of course they get with there. With the red door. And, yeah, with the red door uh-huh. and the mailbox with the number. Well, Billy's there. And he's having dinner. He seems a little too polite. Max doesn't really notice, seem like, but I was like, didn't something seem off? You know, and then we realize that Heather's dad is Nancy and John's boss. Yes, he is. Old good old Tom. And Mom's been drinking a bit. Yep. And, you know, and they say they're looking for Heather. Well, Heather's there. Mm-hmm. And that's when Max is like, uh, okay, everything seems normal. But L doesn't think it seems normal. No. He thinks something's off. And at this moment, Billy, of course, I'm sure it's more the mind flare, mm-hmm. starts seeing flashbacks of 11 closing that gate. Yep. So he's got now, his attention is on her completely. Mm-hmm. And then we got Will again, touching the back of his neck. He's sensing something. He tells Mike and Lucas he's back. Then, um, with what they, I don't know if they poisoned or whatever, Billy and Heather poisoned her mom. She kind of, I think they put something in it just to knock her out. Yeah. Well, it had to have been some sort of poison, I would assume, but, or 
what I don't know, but it ends up yeah she ends up kind of passing she out. She just on passes the floor. out on the floor. And then Dad runs over there. Well, Heather comes in and smacks Dad upside the head with a fucking wine bottle. And it doesn't break. Oh, and the goddamn noise. Oh, just I know. The thump. Oh shit. It's like holy so crap. Knocks him down and they put a um, cloth over his mouth and knock him out. So that ends. Is that episode it's not E3. three? Yeah, I'm sure it probably was. Okay. Yeah. And they knock him out, tie him up, put him in the vehicle. So the case of the missing lifeguard was solved. Yeah. Sort of. She's really not missing per se. No. But that, you know, it again, it's kind of cliffhangery. I mean, in a way, like a lot of these episodes are, but. You know, again, since you can go right to the next one, it's no big deal. You can just sit there and be like, oh, shit, what all? let me go right to it. Yeah. You know, we we did it two episodes, when it, the first night, two the next, and then we went in and did four on that Saturday. So, finished it all off. But, you know, and this one takes a little longer than some of the other stuff since it's about an hour. But, again, with these... They only do eight episodes this season. Right. So it's it's not terrible. Well, they have to get to the point. They right. don't have time to it fuck something around. you can get through in about a week if you really wanted to space it out. Yeah. You know, and said so some of these shows, you know, that, that's the other good thing about a lot of these shows on Netflix, Amazon, or whatever. You know, like with a few, we still need to get caught up on and... Marvelous Miss Maisel season mm, two. Yeah. Um, Uhtred. Uhtred season <laughs> three. Um, so, there are only about 10, 12 episodes at the most, you know, actually anywhere from eight to 12. But you don't have a lot of twiddling your thumbs. Right. You've got to get to it. I mean, even if you just watch one at night, you can get through them pretty easily and. You know, like with um, Fleabag, there was what, six episodes, and each of them were fucking twenty-five minutes or less. And there was, and that was hilarious. So, you know, it's an easy watch, no commercials. So, you know, unlike like Flash and Supergirl, there's twenty-two episodes or more, and then the way <clears> they divide it up, it takes you thirty, thirty-five fucking weeks to get through it all. Well, you know, it's ridiculous. There's also a lot of twiddling thumbs, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of filler episodes, or at least parts of episodes that are filler, that if they would cut them down to 15, ep- 15 to 16, like it was 16 with All-American, mm-hmm. even those six to seven episodes cut out makes a huge difference. Well, they still go back to let's have half of some of these episodes be all romance well, or or fighting right, or filler. fighting it's from the romance yeah. it's like really yeah well we get a lot of a little bit of romance here but it's your typical teen bullshit it's like 30 it's, seconds yeah. of watching them smooch and him get mad yeah and then <laughs> and you're just going okay that's pretty typical yeah. yeah so we will go on to episode four the sauna test yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Alice kind of has flashes of things that are happening. And then she tells Max, you know, Billy seemed wrong. Yeah. 
She really thinks he seems wrong. Yeah, and and he does. I mean, he's just way too polite over Heather's house. Because he's never polite. with the parents. But he seems to have control over the situation, too. Yes. And that's not his house. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He does seem to be more in control than yeah. anybody else there. You know. And then this is where we got old Doris in the ambulance yelling, I have to go back, I have mm-hmm. to go back. You know, she says it three times and then as they're driving by the still works, she reaches an arm out while she's laying on the stretcher there. And then we got the still works. We go there and we mm-hmm. got um Heather's parents, Janet and Tom. Tied up, pleading and everything. And then out of the shadows, here comes the mind flare. He's gotten some of his body together. Well, yeah, he's you know, bigger. He's, he's bigger. He's yeah, just I mean, a little bigger, I think. And he's formed. Yeah, you know, he's formed. the smoke, <clears throat> he is starting to form. And he face fucks them. Yep, he definitely face fucks them really good. Mm-hmm. So, here's, you know, it's so starting. So his army is growing. Yep. And that's really... What I, to me, it makes me think that basically Billy is his general. Well, Billy, in a sense, yeah, Billy helps bring, bring everybody. Him in. Right, and so you then know, he gets the he girl. He goes and gets him, brings him into the face fucker, so they can be face fucked. Yes, and then he got the girl, so the army gradually gets bigger. All these people know other people. Right. In the town. But I, I think it helps with those two, because he's obviously one of those that kind of a Voldemort type where he can easily kind of manipulate people in a way or charm he them. He charms them. Voldemort couldn't charm. Well, no, he did that I guess he on. did. Remember, that's how I he got, so. you know, a lot of the stuff he did. Yeah, like, he was... What was it? The um, the cup? That's true. Olga Which was hard to... When you look at him, it was hard to even believe he was able to charm Well, anybody. yeah, but that was well before he... Changed his forms and, and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, but Billy is very able to charm. Yeah, and has been. Well, for he's got probably that arrogance years. about him. He's arrogant. He's very nice looking. All the moms and all the women love him. And then you know we got Hopper waking up finally after being knocked the fuck out. And Joyce had gotten him home, and he starts to puke and asks where his clothes are. He realizes he's naked. Yeah. And this is where, you know, Joyce said she got the partial license plate and that it wasn't a car. Right. You know. That's worse. Uh, you see on the adult side, things are starting to add up on their side. Yeah. But not everybody in the this whole group have talked to each other, so all the puzzle pieces aren't there yet. No. And I think, you know, with Will sensing the shit... The mind flare. This is, you know, they get on the radio, um, Lucas, and he puts out a code red. Mm -hmm. Well, Max is like, fuck this, and just turns off the radio. Well, they go ahead and they make the phone call. You know, so... There are there things something serious is starting to go down. And we got Dustin spying again and you know it's funny because they're up there and Steve's like, Well I could take him out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And Dustin's like, um, have you ever really won a fight? And He's like, You lost the other two that yeah, he had the seen. Other two we've seen and um <laughs> He's not a big kid. 
And he is still just a kid. Yeah. And Dustin grabs Steve's scooper and licks it. <laughs> and Steve's like, not my scooper. And then he just puts it in his pocket. Yeah, just does the old, um, like... Six shooter thing yeah. spins it and, and sticks it shoves in. it in his pocket. And that's at he that was point meant to scoop ice cream. Oh, uh, okay. And at that point, that's when Robin is taking off with the money. Yeah, because she's got an idea. Yes, she does. And then we got John and Nancy going to the boss, trying to get the story going. The boss has a big like band-aid on his head he's sweating a lot oh he is sweating and he's not a happy camper because we have to remember in season two that's how they got the monster out of will because the monster likes it cold so they burn it at him so anything that's above probably freezing is probably going to be warm to this monster so anybody he has taken over mind flayed is, you know, going to be warm. Yeah, that's very irritating to them. Yeah. And, you know, they catch all kinds of shit from him and says that Doris's family had threatened litigation for breaking and entering and all that bullshit. So, at this point, they get fired. Yeah. And they kind of take it out on each other on their way home. Yes. He's angry at her. He's poor, grew up poor. And she's not, but she's a female. So she's mad at him because he doesn't understand, and he's mad at her because she doesn't understand. Right. That's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah. She goes home, and she's crying. Yeah. And then, you know, Will kind of starts talking about how he's got the feeling that the mind flare's back. Yeah. You know, and then... Elle, and they're like, well, you know, Elle, I closed the gate. And Will's like, well, what if he never left? And, but, you know, this is where he explains that the part that was attached to me, you know, Mom got him out. But maybe but he never. Elle had closed the gate. Yeah. And so that part that left Will now needs a new host. And, of course, it got one, in a sense, with Billy, but now it's able to form its own you know, body, so to speak, but it is pretty much Billy is the new host. Yeah. Playing Will's part. And I said that then he also has formed his own form. You know, it looks similar to that big, huge one. Right, he just hasn't grown up yet. No, not not yet. (laughs) But he's working on it. That's how, you know, what all his victims are for, or will be for. Yeah. And then we got Hopper and Joyce going to City Hall to see good old Mayor. Yeah, Mayor, Mayor Larry Klein, he gets a couple boo-boos on his face. Yeah, well, you know, Hopper says, you know, he's looking for the name of the guy who's probably ex-military that was there two days ago. hmm You know, and he's kind of like, so, you know, of course he's making up excuses and says, oh, he's just a maintenance guy or whatever. Right. And, well, that's not believable. And Hopper's like, so you personally meet with a lot of plumbers? Yeah. And so... And the mayor's arrogant, so he wouldn't be meeting with a plumber. No, hell Or not, a maintenance person. Not him. Not him. Definitely not. No. You know, he might meet with his secretary. So, yeah. Well, Hopper kind of brings up... Yeah. Um, 
his previous drug problems and um, his sex exploits with his secretary. secretary. Mm -hmm. And then he starts talking about, you know, Hopper's problems with pills pills. and then drinking on the job Mm -hmm. and shit. So they kind of got a back and forth where they can... Stalemate. Stalemate, yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, and says, then don't give me your daughter's sob, sob story it, of your daughter. Oh, I don't think death, Hopper yeah. really liked that much. No. Not at all. And it's, I mean, there's a big size difference in these guys. Why the hell would you provoke him? Yeah, no, that, that was not good. Hopper just ends up beating the shit out of him, throws him up against the fucking wall and... Joyce doesn't let the secretary in. <laughs> no, yeah, Joyce uh, disconnects the phone. She's like, who are you going to call? The police? You know, I mean, that's the fucking chief of police. There's one in there. Yeah. And, you know, Hopper grabs his fucking hand and starts to put his finger in the cigar cutter. Oh, yeah. And, damn oh. it, we didn't get that. I know, but you, you thought that it could be, it could happen. Right. And this is where he says, you know, he starts giving up and saying that, hey, you know, he works for Starcourt. He works for the mall, is what he says. Yeah. And um, he says he got a hold of some people to sell this guy deeds to, you know, lands that were kind of available right. for purchase. Kind of like, you know, how China buys up a lot of our farming land and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, the Russians were buying up land around this town. And he keeps records in a safe. In his house. In his bedroom. In his bedroom. Yeah. Hopper thought that was kind of odd. And he said, well, you know, you don't fuck with these people. This just kind of to cover his ass. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> no. But then Joyce kind of figures that it's all in a circle around. Yeah. You know, the power plant. Yep. And the power plant had just, you know, uh, basically gone out, you know. What, a few days? Wasn't it a few days before? I think so. <clears throat> and so it seemed pretty fishy. Yeah. No, it, it all really is. And, of course, we got Jonathan and um, good old Nancy kind of having a problem. Kind of a little bit of an argument and just come to the point where we just don't understand each other anymore. Well, it's just a bad time right. for them. I mean... Because he's talking about how she just doesn't understand because she's rich. He doesn't have the money no, she has. No, he was has. poor. You know, he's had to kind of work for everything. And and she's a female. And yes. So she does, he doesn't and understand her point of view. And he doesn't understand her either. Right. But, you know, as he points out, being poor is a whole different deal than, you know, the way you had to grow up. But well, yes, now you're having <clears throat> issues, but, you know, he's had to deal with shit his entire life. And he, the thing is, is that he's helping his mom pay the bills. Yes. She doesn't understand. That's a real grown-up thing. What she's going through is, too, but that time period was different. Yeah, no, much different. And our good old friend Robin, she was able to get a hold of blueprints to the mall. That's what she used their tip money yep, for. Yeah, she took <laughs> tip money for. And, you know, there was like two separate little blueprints and... They found a way to get to this little secret room that wasn't really showing up by air ducts. But, as we pointed out earlier, Dustin, 
they were trying to get him in there, but even, even with his disease, he was talking about how he uh -huh. could, should be able to get in there if Steve would just push him in the ass. <laughs> no, you could touch my butt. Get him in there, yeah. <laughs> and then, then there's that, they're talking about him being able to do that, and he says, well, just like gumbo, and Robin's like, you mean gumby? gumby? And he goes, no, I'm pretty sure it's gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's like, oh, a typical jock. Yeah. Duh. Doesn't know the nerdy shit so well. <laughs> Doesn't know much of a lot of things so well. And the boys show up at the pool, and Billy's there on lifeguard duty. He's actually at work. Uh, but, but he's wearing he's... shirts, which is kind of odd. Yeah. They don't like heat, but then again, that white shirt probably helped keep the sun off of him. Because when his arm was stuck out, well, he got a burn. He also can't show, you know, probably doesn't want to show all the... If sometimes, you know, his veins are changing or whatever. Well, that one time his arm was out and his elbow got a burn. Yeah, his elbow in all no fucked time. up. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they like, well, that's kind of odd. But, you know, at this point, they're talking about how the mind flare is actually probably dormant. And... When he needs you, he activates you. Right. Is the way they put it. And it kind of makes sense. Because yeah. they still perform what they're doing, just like the, oh, yeah, they, the they, boss. Well, I mean, they are still yeah. there a lot of the time, but they still have kind of physical issues going on. But there, there are moments when you're going, okay, they're still doing their job. They're, right. And they're everything They're still else. a little odd. But they're just a little off. Yeah. And now the boys are coming up with a plan to get Billy into the sauna. Because they know if he is infected, that the heat Will should draw him out. Should, should draw him out, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, that ends up getting pretty interesting. Um, at this point, we got <laughs> Dustin, Steve, and Robin... And Erica again. They're trying to talk poor little Erica into going into the ducks. And she's like, what's in it for me? <laughs> and she she pretty much calls it the child endangerment <laughs> plan. <laughs> uh, that was pretty damn funny. She's, uh, she's very smart. Yes, yeah, she is. So they pretty much... Um, Dustin's like, well, you want Russians to get, you know, hold of our great country and fuck it up or whatever. And, you know, do you not love America or whatever? And she's like, you can't spell America without Erica. And they're <laughs> sitting there going, oh. Uh, yeah, she's uh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, well, you know, free market. I want free ice cream for life. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she ends up getting for a deal. Well, not for life. Yeah. I doubt if they'll be scooping ice cream for life. No, true, they won't be, but maybe they're no. Maybe they're working life at that place. And yeah. more than likely, it's probably like most other malls by now, it's probably much gone. <laughs> probably so. You know, so many of them gone under. But, you know, we got Hopper and Joy show up at the mayor's mansion. <clears throat> He's got a fucking mansion. Yes. And he, he goes ahead and hands over the land deeds to Hopper of all the property that, you know, they've kind of sold off. And they're all near the power plant. And 
Well, the mare tries to escape. <laughs> Doesn't do a very good job yeah. of it. Yeah. And he gets then, handcuffed. Yep. And then old, we got Nancy and Mom just having a little bit of a heart-to-heart about everything with, you know, her issues with Jonathan and... Being a female yeah, at that being time. Being a female in general. And her mom basically tells her, you know, you need to go for it. Yeah. You know, you smart. Just do it. Yeah. And we've got the boys getting some supplies at the pool there. They're getting a pipe and a chain. Elle finds a CPR dummy and Mike's, you know, apologizing to Elle. And it doesn't really work. Realize that, well, yeah, because he ends up finding out that she'd spied on them. That, that wasn't great. Yeah. But, you know, she finds that, like I said, that CPR dummy kind of Kind of comes into play. And back to the mall, they're doing Operation Child Endangerment. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little kid with a backpack through the ventilation. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Hopper and Joyce are searching properties. They're not finding what they're looking for. You know. <laughs> and then we got Erica going into... The Getting into that secret room, and she's like, free ice cream for life again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she just pops open the, the the garage door kind of opening. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of bust out and says, here, you know, we're in. And then back at the pool, we got Billy taking a shower and gets dressed, and he hears something and starts yelling, the pool's closed. And so he's going around looking, he goes in there's the sauna door and through the glass there he sees someone of course it's the cpr dummy right and goes in there and then they kind of lock him in there and crank up the heat boy is he pissed yes which doesn't take much for him to get pissed really he's always pissed and you find out later why he's always pissed but (laughs) he's major pissed yep and then um, Nancy's at the hospital and Miss Driscoll's sleeping, but her heart rate starts flying up. It's, yeah, it starts point. increasing. Yeah, big time. And, then, and she's reading through her medical records. Yeah, I don't know what she's really searching for there. She can really understand them or not, but hey. yeah, or if anything really, yeah, makes any sense. Right. Because. <clears throat> yeah, Hell, they probably doctor's don't. handwriting. They probably can't read it. Well, anyway. top that off, they don't even probably know what's wrong with her anyway. Yeah. Not really. No. And then, um, <laughs> when they're in that, when Steve and Dustin and Robin end up going into that secret room, mm-hmm. they, they open up a, a box and there's like a little freezer type container. And they open that up and there's green tubes full of. Well, it's tubes, tubes full of green, green goo. Yeah. It looks like gel. And Steve's going to open it up and just like, no, you know. And Steve's like, you know, just step back. And Dustin's like, no, if you die, I die. So he just stands there. I mean, he's become such good buds with Steve. He's ready to die yep. with them if he has exactly. to. So, and then the room starts to move. And they can't open the door. Oh boy, door won't open, and that nope. fucking thing starts to drop. It plummets fast. Yeah. And you realize it's actually an, 
elevator mm -hmm. going down really fast and yes. really far. Like I told you, it kind of reminded me of Umbrella Corps. Uh -huh. It did. From Resident Evil. <clears throat> you get kind of that feeling when they get down to the bottom of there and see the tunnels and everything. Gives you that feel. When they finally get the old sauna up 220 degrees. You know, and Billy's in there kind of breaking down, saying it's not my fault. I've done bad things. I didn't want to. He made me do it. It almost seems like he's himself at that point, yes. and the mind flayer but is... But even, you know, I mean, and he's breaking down from all this. Right. As himself, he's not being his typical douchebag, you know, dickhead. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> But the whole time he's doing that, he's trying to get a piece of the ceramic yeah. tile. Yeah, you know, he's kind of breaking down. He's like a huge shadow, and he's crying. And he grabs a piece of broken tile. You know, and <clears throat> Will, he feels, you know, senses this and yes. says he's activated. Yeah. And he's trying to get everybody away from the door. Well, it's a little. You know, he breaks the window. And Max <laughs> is right there. Yeah, Max is right there, but Lucas with his trusty old slingshot oh. phew, hits him and knocks him, actually knocks him down at this point. But then Billy's veins are all turning black. ER, you go to the ER and you see Doris's veins all turning black. And she's screaming at this point. Yeah, and Billy, you know, now that he's activated <clears throat> along with everybody else, apparently he's activated. He breaks right through that fucking door. Like it's pretty much nothing. And so you know, He breaks you, the window, unlocks it. Yeah. And he just breaks through everything. Well, yeah, he ends up breaking yeah, he, the pipes and breaking shit. Breaking the pipe, yeah. around it. And then, you know, you got Eleven giving him a good fight, but he ends up grabbing her by the neck. And just and about And she's sucks. not doing, being able to do anything until Mike hits him over the head. And then he you goes know. after Mike. And then... At this point, L just, you know, all pissed off, lifts him up off the ground and just throws him through the fucking wall, this brick wall. I'm surprised she just didn't pull him apart. Yeah. She probably should have pulled him apart. Yeah, she should have. And obviously at this point, when he's activated, he's more powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He can't he's... really be hurt. So, you know, he runs off and is like, we'll meet again. And the, the thing is, is that he's like limping and that's about it. And yet he's been put through a brick wall. Yeah. And then the final scene again is there at the steel factory. Then Heather's like the girl. She knows about me, not, you know, not us. Yeah. The girl, she says, but not about us. Not yeah, us. not yeah. about us. And then, you know... Then you see all these people lined up in there, and they're all victims for the mind flare. Yeah. So they are kind of grabbing him a little bit of an army. So. Yeah, because you see, like, what, the postman and all this other kind of thing. Oh, yeah, just There's several, probably about just, 30, yeah, 40 people. Just standing around, yeah, waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. Definitely. Be activated or mind flare. Face fucked, whichever comes first. I think they're I already know. face fucked. Yeah, yeah, the way they're looking. <clears throat> so, I think but, they're waiting to be activated, to be honest. Yeah, because at this point, they haven't started collapsing. Mm -hmm. They're not so, at that point. Yeah, we'll get to that later, but they will start collapsing. 
So our next episode, five, will be called The Flayed. The Flayed. We'll, you know, discuss the next four episodes in a couple days. And then we'll also, <clears throat> a few days after that, we'll do our normal get back to a Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, little section of that. You know, pretty damn good section, if you ask me. It is. Kind of a rough one, but, you know. It's it's a good it's really good. Yeah. It so is. anyway, I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And we can be reached at throwing a beer at gmail dot com, throwing a beer at Facebook or Twitter. And I can be reached uh, um on untapped mconnor six 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 and she's MC Vampire. Have a good night. <laughs>